I'm a grown man, you know. You think I don't know how to pack a lunch? Like, I'm sitting there eating my lunch, and they're like, are you hungry? No, here, eat, eat. They're trying to give me more food. I'm like, you do realize I am eating my own lunch right now, and you're trying to give me another lunch? Does this make any sense? Why are you trying to control me? With Why are you trying to fucking feed me to death? You know, you always got these old hens sucking around trying to, I don't know, it's like trying to get into your life or something. It's weird. You know what I mean? They act like um, old. They act like an old blind cat in heat. You know. Some blind old cat. You know, rubbing up on you when they're fucking in heat, but they're like, you know, twenty-year-old cat. You know, like these people are old. Always funny to me. It's like, how about you knock it off with the fucking um, peanut butter brittle, and like, let me know about your granddaughter. You know, you got some. You know, she available or what? You know, like, give me something I actually want. You know, fuck off with these Werther's originals that you got in your fucking purse. You know, I want some fucking twenty-five-year-old pussy. <laughs> you know, you want a Werther's original, young man? No, hookers. Anyway, you know, but there's these nice ladies that, you know, they were very accommodating to me at work and they made me feel welcome, you know. They try to give me a snack at lunchtime. Here, have this, have that, eat this, eat that, you know. What you gonna do? What's happening, folks? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent July. What is it? 17th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. I thought Pride Month finished last month. What's going on? You ever notice that? A lot of dudes be smiling. I was walking down the street the other day. There's this guy walking across the street with his little puppy, Pomeranian, fluffy little, you know, dude, you know. You know, a little Pomeranian, cute as a button. I'm walking across the street, and I, I'm looking at the Pomeranian, and I'm looking at the guy, and, you know, kind of a, I don't know, looking dude, right? But then I don't know. Who knows in this day and age, right? Anyway, guy sees me looking at his Pomeranian, you know. Then he pipes up. Oh, I like your pants. Where'd you get them? All because I was looking at his Pomeranian. You know, cute as a button. I mean, I'm just looking at a Pomeranian. I mean, now we're talking about fashion? Like, come on. You know, you've ensnared me in your trap. All right? Just because I like animals doesn't mean I want to stop and talk about my wardrobe with any weirdo walking down the street. 
right? Anyways, I like those pants. Where'd you get them? I look at him, right? I'm like, Walmart. Oh, <laughs> skips off, right? You know, ladies, you know, you know how sometimes ladies get all offended. You know, sometimes as a woman, when I'm walking in public or I'm exercising at a recreational facility, the leering, catcalling, overbearing eyes of my male oppressors, well, same shit happens to us, you know, as a straight man, you know, you got them types just beaming at you just because you stop to admire their Pomeranian. You know, don't mean nothing, right? But then in his mind, he's like, oh, a potential boy toy. Where'd you get your pants? Walmart. (laughs) Anyway, enjoy your pride, folks. If you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. This is a show where I bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self, y'all the dear listener, y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. You know? The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, if you are digging the show, folks, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. Yes. If you are a returning guest to JR the P, if you are a new guest to JR the P, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, I am an actor extraordinaire. That's been to the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yeah. The past week or so, I've been focusing on the aesthetics, the aesthetics of my shower shallow, vain, vapid uh, industry, show business, acting, you know? The silver screen, theater. It's a lot of vanity, unfortunately. Now, 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 that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing, you know? A lot of times in society I find Good somehow equates to bad. Somebody makes a billion dollars. Well, you're a capitalist pig. Or maybe they worked hard and they provided good service and products that many people wanted. That woman is the quintessential um, female beauty. Hourglass figure. Beautiful hair, beautiful smile. She's being oppressed by women. Any fat, dumpy, frumpy woman is just as beautiful as any pinup model. No, they ain't. I mean, I don't know if you've ever jerked off, ladies, but um, 
you know, when you got a plethora of material to choose from, you tend to go for top shelf, you know. Now, 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 I've, you know, I've bargain basined, bargain basined, basement boned a couple, you know, behemoths in my day, you know, a couple fucking, you know, fives, you know, sixes, you know. Not that I'm some great catch, but, you know, generally speaking, if you got your choice, you know, you're going for that dime. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of times in society, good gets presented as evil. You know? Good is bad. Bad is good. So it's like, okay, yeah, showbiz is kind of vain, vapid, shallow. On an aesthetic level, you know, they only want the hunks, the heartthrobs, the honeys, you know. But you know what? They really don't take that much to be attractive as a human being across the board. I mean, you know, just most people are fairly handsome or fairly pretty. Just got to guzzy it up a little bit, you know. Hit the gym, slap on that lipstick, wear a toupee, you know, penis enlargement uh, pills. Whatever you got to do to be competitive in today's fake, shallow, vapid market. And it's no different for Jonathan Ramtram here at JRP. I've been busting my ass, busting my hump. I've been exercising, jogging, shedding some of that quarantine baggage, you know, a little junk in the trunk. So, you know, I've been busting my ass, feeling pretty healthy, feeling pretty vital. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I've been jogging recently up at the crack of dawn and the fucking pandemonium you see if you live in a big metropolis such as myself. I live in Toronto, Canada. I go for a jog in my neighborhood, man. There's cars that refuse to yield to pedestrians, you know. I almost got hit, Mm, dinged, almost got dinged just yesterday. Um, granted I was cutting it kind of close. I was like, you know, I was on the last second of the green light in my direction. The last second of the green light. I just pin it to run across the street. This car, not even looking, almost busts a right hand turn. Um, you know, a turn and, uh, almost hits me. And I'm just like. I didn't really get mad. I should have been more aware. You know what I mean? That's the message. If you live in a big city or just in general, when you're dealing with traffic, vehicles, whether you're a driver or a pedestrian, yield, caution, always the better approach. Like, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? What are you doing? What are you in a rush for? Safety first. There was really no need for me to try to beat the light. I just wanted to. I was in my mood. I was listening to my Red Hot Chili Peppers, Funkadelic, you know, Sly and the Family Stone, Deftones. You know, I just had my music on, whatever I was listening to. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let me go for it. I start running across the street. Car almost hits me. Car almost hits me. And I was in a rush. And even though I had the right of way, I wasn't exercising caution. 
very important to remember in an urban metropolis. And also, watch out for those derelicts. Watch out for those street uh, peasants, man. I forgot, I can't even believe I forgot to mention this. So last summer, I was jogging as well, you know. And I'm going through a park. And, you know, it's like 6 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm feeling good. I'm jogging through this park. And I'm passing this playground. I turn and I look. There is a homeless man and a homeless woman boning on the slide, the twirly slide. You know, they were like shoved into like a twirly slide. You know, like a children's park twirly slide. They're crammed into this like twirly slide. And the guy's just... Her legs are hanging over the side of the twirly slide. And this guy's just ah, ah, giving it to her, right? And I'm like, oh my God. And I just, you know, unfortunately, these aren't the things that are particularly stand out living in a urban metropolis such as Toronto, Canada. I mean, there's all sorts of craziness to be seen. So somehow it slipped my mind. But when I was, you know, getting ready for the show today, I remembered, oh, yeah, remember that time those two peasants were fucking in the kids' playground? How come you never mentioned that? Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Summertime, you know, perfect time for exercise, perfect time for um, maintaining health. And that's um, very important in the career of an actor, performer, and across the board, whatever you do. And again, it is vain, vapid, and, you know, kind of childlike. I mean, for example, I got a little bit of a scar. You guys, I don't think you can really see it on camera. It's like a little scar I got from like, I don't know, maybe it was like an ingrown hair from shaving, or maybe it was acne. I don't know. A little scar that I somehow, somehow scarred my skin, you know? Well, I just purchased some... uh Silicone scar removal strips. They're on the way from Amazon. I should get them later in the week. And apparently these little silicone strips, there's these little silicone strips, very much like a Band-Aid. You cut them to size, you put them over your scar, and it's supposed to smooth out and um, dampen the scar. You know, it's supposed to take it down, remove it, make it less visible. I don't know how the hell it works. I mean, magic or something. Apparently, there's no toxins or any ingredients. It's 100% natural. And I'm doing that because, you know, this is my money maker. You know? <clears throat> this fucking mug, this beak of mine, this all fucking catcher's mitt. This is how I fucking turn a lousy buck in this godforsaken world, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, God, you know I love you. This is how I turn a buck in this, you know, butt-fucked world, you know? My moneymaker. My visage. My visage as an actor, you know? I've been contemplating getting some, like, cucumbers to stick over my eyes and, you know, stick my face in a mud puddle and take a nap, you know? Apparently that's supposed to be good for the skin as well. So i got a couple things brewing. And um, I'm going to have to get back to y'all on that, let you guys know how it goes. But aesthetics, very important in the world of an actor. 
And, you know, I'm just having fun with that, rocking with that, keeping healthy, keeping vital and, um, you know, enjoying my health. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. Quick sip of water, water break, balls. Don't mind me, balls. Mm -hmm. I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes. Been busting my hump. Busting my chops. Writing up a blue streak, folks. Um, been very focused, diligent, and hard at work. Um, if you're a returning guest or if you're a new guest to JR the P, this is very much a changing landscape. Pandemic. You know, coronavirus. Have you heard of it? COVID-19? It's been shaking up the game. And, you know, while a lot of things are reopening, and while the truth is still yet to be seen and heard, who, what, where, when, and why, and what the fuck <coughs> is COVID-19, while these variables are still out to lunch, things are getting back to normal, reopening, and... um in the midst of that, I too am gearing up for the changing landscape of show business, the live show. It's very changed in this time. And, um, you know, I've been doing my due diligence, putting in that pen to pad time. Pen to pad, getting things written, getting things flushed out. And I'm very excited for my future in that regard. And I take it day by day. I'm organizing, cleaning up things, doing things, tying up loose ends. Um, JR the P here, the podcast, it's very much a venue for me to flex a little bit of that comedy muscle, you know? Flex a little bit of that comedy chop. It's not quite the same thing, but um, keeps me active and engaged. And I have a lot of files from my time doing JR the P. Saved on my computer. Well, it was starting to slow it down. Slow as molasses. It was like watching paint dry. Trying to like, you know, look up, uh, you know, check Google Maps to see what time the bus comes. It was taking forever, right? Because like um, all these files on my hard drive. So I had to go get an external hard drive yesterday. <laughs> you know, organize some of my work with JR the P. So I go get it, so I go to get this external hard drive at uh, the uh, electronic store. And um, as I go in, <laughs> I see this lady, this old lady, she had to been like, I don't know, in her 60s, probably peering over the corner of 70. She's like, ah, ah, excuse me, young man, I, I need an external hard drive. The salesman's like, okay, miss, I can help you with that. The external hard drives are over here in this vicinity. Let me take you to the external hard drive. Then he spots me. Hello, sir. What can I do for you today, sir? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in the market for an external hard drive as well. 
Okay, sir, right over this way. What size of hard drive do you want, sir? What do you need, sir? What kind of hard drive? Do you have a specific hard drive in mind? He's asking me all these questions. Then the old lady pipes up. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a hard drive, too. I'm looking for, uh, you know, uh, you know, this, that, the other. So now I'm caught in the midst of this consumer kerfuffle. I mean, I didn't ask this guy for any help. He came up to me. I wasn't butting in line. He pushed me to the front of the line because he was originally helping the old lady first. But I need an external hard drive too. What about my external hard drive? She's just belly aching about it, right? I'm just standing there like, uh... Okay, sir, no problem. I'll get you your external hard drive. He's like ignoring the old lady, right? I'm just like... Right? (laughs) So then he goes and gets me my external hard drive, right? Um, I pointed to the one I wanted. I pointed to the one that I wanted. He goes into the back room to get it. And um, as he's away getting my hard drive, the old lady's like... She like storms off. (laughs) Old people. She didn't even know what the hell it was for anyway. She's probably going to use it for a fucking... She's probably going to use it for a paperweight, you know? I needed a sturdle hard drive to weigh down these stone tablets that I've been chiseling on for the last fucking... Fucking old people, right? Fuck them. Anyways, I'm getting organized, getting organized over here at JR the P. And that's very much um, part of the comedic process. Keeping organized, keeping on top of things, keeping current, keeping relevant, keeping house. You know? Playing for keeps. Keepsakes. Keep it up. Keep on coming. Queef? Queef doesn't rhyme with keep. Close enough. Anyways, folks, there you have it. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. <laughs> yep, quick sip of water. Water break, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Telling you, boy, I've said it before and I'll say it again. When you get squawking under them lights, boy, gets hot. Yeah. So, what's been new with me lately at JR the P? Um, I've been in the midst of finding work i recently started my own production company noi productions a way for me to continue my stand-up comedy acting endeavors branch out in different podcast uh veins different veins of podcast entertainment feature film documentary the whole kit and the caputal softcore porn no just kidding but um you know Branch out in my filmmaking endeavors. Yes. Noi Productions. And in order to do that, in order to do that, I have to, you know, like any small business owner, I've got to really till the field, work that fucking line, toe the line, right? I'm a working stiff. 
and I've been recently looking for work. Um, on the previous episode, I mentioned some soulless fucking bakery, <laughs> some stupid bakery that I was working at as a, I don't even know what you call it, like a, I guess I was like a factory worker at a bakery stacking baked goods into boxes, right? And um, I had quit that job. It was just a real depressing, downtrodden type of place. I spoke about it on the previous episode, episode 184. And it's kind of funny too, you know, like uh, just from the actual job site itself, the actual job site, the bakery, all the workers there were very miserable and mean-spirited and it was just not a place anybody would want to be, choose to be, you know, like, you know how it is in life. You got to do things in order to get from here to there. And there are, there are times when you come up against a challenge when you just know flat out it's not worth it. So it was kind of like that. It was like, hey, I see the writing on the wall. This is not a place to be. I quit. <laughs> Even the uh, office people, the office management from that particular company I was working at, the temp agency that hired me to work at the bakery, that temp agency, these office dildos, man. Um, one of the dudes who like processed me and set me up with the job, right? He's like, hello there, my name is Gil. Gil, the people. My name's Gil. He's just like rattling off shit, mumbling shit. It wasn't so much that he had an accent, but he was just talking very quickly and not being very communicative. Hello there, sir. My name is Gil Depper. What can I do? I need to get this information from you, this information from you, this information from you. Right? So I was giving him my information. And at one point, um, I was like, I called him by the, the name I thought he told me, right? Over the phone. I thought he told me his name was Gil, right? I was like, okay, Gil, uh, well... Okay, give me a minute here. Let me get this information for you. Blah, blah, blah. My name's called Depper. My name's called Depper. Sorry, Gil. I mean, you mu he was like mumbling. My name's Gil Cardepper. I'm like, okay, Gil. No, it's Cardepper. Well, speak the fuck up. All right? How the hell am I supposed to know what your fucking name is, right? What do I even care? When When's payday? You know, he was really getting on my fucking last nerve. Anyway, Cardepper. You know, he gets his panties in a fucking twist, you know, bunching up that fucking, you know, turban. Turban all in a twist. Um, so after that, um, you know, I hang up the phone. I go get some information on my computer. I kind of set everything up. I call him back and we continue with the conversation. It's the onboarding phase. You know, I'm getting onboarded, hired on. Giving him my, you know, like uh, banking information, uh, email address, phone number, blah, 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 da, 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 all the administrative work. And then he goes, okay, thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Okay, thank you, Joseph. I got all your information and thank you, Joseph. Starts calling me Joseph. Now, I don't know. First of all, his, his uh, English is very good for 
I guess it would be a second language or maybe even third, who knows, fourth. You know, he, you're obviously pretty smart if you can speak several languages. So, okay, whatever, that's cool. But I mean, he has all my information in front of him. I mean, I would imagine he phoned me the first time, he's onboarding me, he's putting my information into his network and it's all in front of him. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph and Jonathan are two fairly distinguishable differences in names. Joseph, Jonathan. They sound very different. They're written very different. Well, I mean, they both start with a J. I mean, if you know your alphabet. But, um... Thank you, Joseph. I'm like, is he... Is he trying to get me back for that Call Depper remark of mine? Cause like, I, like I said, I accidentally called him Gil, but his real name is Call Depper. My name's not Gil, it's Call Depper. Sorry, Call Depper, for calm the fuck down. So now he's calling me Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Oh, thank you, Joseph. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, I guess he thought I would get upset by that or try to correct him. I'm just like, cool. Joseph Smosheth, just don't call me late for dinner. I don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> I'm not going to, like, correct you. What do I care? Whatever, man. I don't even, I don't care at all what you call me, especially if I don't know you, right? I'm just like, okay. Okay, Joseph, again, Joseph, thank you very much for your patience. We have you onboarded. You start on Monday. Thank you very much, Joseph. And again, if you have any questions, again, my name is Carl Depper. You can call me Carl Depper. And if you have any more questions, Joseph, just call me, no problem. My name's Carl Depper, Joseph. I was like, okay, Gil. <laughs> so then, um, whatever. Stupid fucking office dickhead, right? And um, that was like... That was even more reason for me to quit that stupid job. The office people, the people at the bakery, the whole experience was just negative. Quit. Well, recently, this past week, I started a new job. I started a new job at this uh, factory. They produce... um, Office furniture, various um, furniture, renovation uh, equipment, you know, like, uh, or renovation parts, you know, like door frames, window frames, office furniture, things along those lines. And I'm telling you, complete 180, a complete 180 from... My past experience. And again, on the previous episode, I spoke about the uh, temp job I had at that bakery. Complete garbage. This new position at the factory. um, Helping the production line of these uh, office furniture and renovation pieces. Complete 180, night and day. The people were so welcoming Oh, you're the new guy, huh? Nice to meet you. Did, did you know that they're going to be hiring full-time? We can get you on hired on full-time. The pay's better as well. Like it paid a couple bucks more than the bakery job. The people are like warm and welcoming. And 
you know, it's funny because I would have missed out on that job had I continued on at the bakery because I got that job directly after I quit the bakery. And, you know, sometimes in life you got to take those risks. I mean, I'm talking about something that's fairly small stakes, but this is um, a principle that applies across your career, whatever you do. You can't take the short change. Can't short change it. Ain't no half-stepping. And I saw that, and I'm like, I can't be doing this stupid type of job with these stupid type of people. I quit the bakery. Right away, I get a new job um, working at this office furniture renovation piece factory. It's been blessed. It's been really good. Decent pay, decent hours. A lot of old hens, though. A lot of old women be like, you know, you know, what's it with like older women always like sucking around some young dude? Like, I'm young to them, you know, I'm 34 years old. Oh, the old hens be sneaking around, sucking around. Oh, you're the new guy, huh? Mm, You hungry? You hungry? These old hens are like trying to give me bananas, apples, and, you know, sandwiches and shit at lunchtime you know bakery you know like they're trying to give me cookies and shit at lunchtime you know it's like why are you always sucking around here for trying to feed me like i'm a grown man you know you think i don't know how to pack a lunch like i'm sitting there eating my lunch and they're like are you hungry no here eat eat they're trying to give me more food i'm like you do realize i am eating my own lunch right now and you're trying to give me another lunch does this make any sense why are you trying to control me with why are you trying to fucking feed me to death you know, you always got these old hens sucking around trying to, I don't know, it's like trying to get into your life or something. It's weird. You know what I mean? They act like um, old, they act like an old blind cat in heat, you know? Some blind old cat. You know, rubbing up on you when they're fucking in heat, but they're like, you know, 20-year-old cat, you know? Like, these people are old. <laughs> Always funny to me. It's like, how about you knock it off with the fucking um, peanut butter brittle and like, let me know about your granddaughter, you know? You got some, you know, she available or what, you know? Like, give me something I actually want, you know? Fuck off with these Werther's Originals that you got in your fucking purse, you know? I want some fucking 25-year-old pussy. <laughs> you know? You want a Werther's Original, young man? No. Hookers. <laughs> anyway, you know. But there's these nice ladies that, you know, they were very accommodating to me at work and they made me feel welcome, you know? They try to give me a snack at lunchtime. Here, have this, have that, eat this, eat that, you know. And, um... (laughs) But just as I am, just as I am a person who is working through his shit, just like everyone, couldn't help but notice one thing that kind of annoyed me. Um, I got this coworker on the factory line. 
And, you know, he's an Indian man. I've been really going hard on the Indians today. Luckily, I have Indian blood in my veins, you know. West Indian man myself, you know. So, you know, I'll make fun of them towel head fucking dot heads as much as I fucking want. You know, it's in the blood. But, um, you know, I got this Indian dude. <laughs> I'm working with him on the factory line, right? And, okay, Jonathan. Over here, Jonathan. Over here, Jonathan. Jonathan. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Pick up. Pick up is like, you know, grabbing the item off of the factory line and, um, you know, putting it into the rotation, taking it off the factory line, getting it into rotation. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. He's all like, you could see it in his face. He's all anxious, his eyes bulging out of his head. He's like the only person there that is overly anxious. Everybody else is just kind of working at a moderate pace, a fast, moderate pace. This guy... Anxious, anxious, oh, pick up, pick up, Jonathan over here, Jonathan over there, pick this up, pick this up, do this, do this, Jonathan, pick up, pick up, pick up. Sweating profusely, he like, he was like drenched in sweat, and he's like, aren't, aren't you hot, aren't you hot, the heat is unbearable, oh, the heat, the heat, he's complaining about the heat, I'm like, aren't you from fucking Del Depistan or wherever the fuck you're from, like, <laughs> it's not that hot, plus there was like fans everywhere. Right? Getting cooled down. He's sweating up a storm. It's so hot. Oh, it's so hot. Okay, whatever. And he was very condescending. In a sense. He was the type of person where... In order for him to feel smart... You have to be dumb. Okay, Jonathan, when you're picking up a box, Jonathan, make sure to pick up the box this way. When you're doing this, make sure to do it that way. He was like, he wasn't like a complete asshole, but he was very like nitpicky and micromanager type and just real kind of anal and, you know, like I said, very anxious. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Kind of got on my nerves a little bit. But... Some of my spiritual growth, I just dealt with it, and uh, I'm dealing with it. It's really not that much, it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme. In the grand scheme of things, there's a lot of benefit to me being at this new position. And, you know, he's actually a fairly reasonable man. Like, he just gets a little bit caught up. You know, he gets a little over-anxious, over-excited. He, he puts in a hard day's work, like he's a... He's a good employee. I can see that. He cares about his job and he cares about doing a good job and being efficient and accurate and setting up the work environment to be efficient and to, yeah, because, you know, like, he has a way of doing things that is um, kind of particular and kind of a pain in the ass but it is for the benefit of the company. So I appreciate and respect that. And he's fairly, you know, like like I said, you know, he, he's fairly nice. I mean, he's all right, you know. Jonathan, are you thirsty, Jonathan? Jonathan, if you have to go get a drink of water, go get a drink of water. He did it like he's all right, you know. Jonathan, are you thirsty? Get a drink of water. Okay, just relax. Relax for a minute. 
when the thing comes, we got to pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Once the things come, we got to pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. But until then, just relax. He's all right, you know, kind of a windbag, kind of a fucking anxious little nervous Nelly type. But, uh, you know, dealing with it. And I'm thinking, like I said, he's the, like I said, he's a little condescending in that manner. And it's pretty obvious because when he comments on everybody else there, Oh, that lady, that lady in that department over there, she's so lazy. Oh, that guy over there, he's so lazy. Everybody around him is lazy. Everybody around him seems not to function or operate on his level. And like I said, when he spoke to me, you know, just really over-explaining things, condescending. When you pick up a box, make sure to pick up the box this way. When you grab the thing, make sure to grab it this way. All this stupid nonsense, stupid nonsensical horse shit that you would not say to another man. It's like, I did go to grade one, you know. I learned my shapes. You know, that's a sphere. That's a block. That's a cylinder. Suck it, you know, you fucking nervous Nelly. All fucking nervous and sweating. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, we need a heat break. Oh. You know? And I had compassion for him when it's like, wow, like what happened to him? Like I was thinking like, did he have a family that really spoke down to him and were really condescending to him? Did did he experience some unfair treatment in the workplace? Like, What leads a person to be that way? Because he was very, while he was an all right guy, he was fairly condescending as well. I mean, he's all right, nice enough, but I would never choose to be around him. You know what I mean? Like that type of vibe and attitude is just not really my kettle of fish, so to speak. And, um, you know... And I had compassion for him because it's like, wow, that says a lot about a person when it's like, hey, I've been there myself as well, occupied with my neighbor, what my neighbor's doing, rather than keeping my eyes on myself. I've been there. I'm not there today. And I find it very interesting where it's like, in order for that man to feel smart, others have to be dumb. That's a strange outlook because, you know, I'm Jonathan James Ramcharan. I am who I am. I speak how I am. You are who you are. You you do what you do. And when we meet, if we meet, I don't need to impose myself upon you and feel a certain way or to command a certain something or to, you know, you do you, I do me. And I'm fine with that. This dude operates, you know, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, boy, pick up, boy, operates in a way where it's like, in order for him to feel smart, others have to be dumb. Everybody has to be wrong in order for him to be right. He can't just be right on his own merit. He can't just be smart on his own merit. Kind of fucked up outlook, but I don't know, he's all right. I can deal with it, whatever. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. (laughs) And what this taught me was, I'm just so blessed and grateful for this new opportunity. I'm going to go forward and um, give it my best. I'm going to learn from the man. 
Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, boy. Pick up, boy. I'm going to learn from pick up, boy, because like I said, even though he's a little condescending and high strung, he's actually a very good worker and efficient. So I'm going to try to learn from him. I'm going to try to work with him. And I'm going to try to add value to my position there and give back what I seem to be getting. It's a great opportunity. And um, I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to have a good attitude. And um, I'm going to take it one day at a time. And in doing so, that is how I am furthering my business. Noi Productions. Yeah. And I'm going to take all this knowledge and insight and apply it to my business. Apply it to my acting, stand-up comedy, um, podcasting, my life in general. And um, I extend that out there to anyone, whatever you do. This is very transferable. And um, I'm just feeling very high-spirited. And again, I extend that. I extend that out to my dear audience. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent July 17th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Yeah. High-spirited, high-energy, hallelujah. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And again, if you're getting some enjoyment out of the show, laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it, you love it, you realize it. All right? Peace.